Hey everyone, this is Brian with Church in Loop. So glad you could join me today as we look into the Word and get some encouragement for our lives and our hearts as we seek the Lord. Let's pray and ask Him to bless this time. Father God in heaven, thank you for your love and goodness and grace to us. Thank you that we can stand before you as sons and daughters made possible through what Jesus did on the cross. In dying on the cross, He died for our sins. He stood before you as if he were us, so that we could stand before you as if we are him. So thank you so much for the gift of righteousness through Jesus, forgiveness from all of our sin and shame. And I pray now that as we look into your word, that our hearts will be reignited with a new joy found only in knowing you. For it says the joy of the Lord is our strength. And I pray that yes, indeed, Lord, you would be our strength. In Jesus' name, amen. These are interesting times. Um, I was just reading the paper this morning and the Taliban is taking over Afghanistan and um, all the years of our army being there and trying to establish a more democratic government and all that is pretty much in the wind. And now the country is being overrun by the Taliban who are very oppressive towards women's rights as far as education goes and being able to, um, you know, have lives that reflect their own individuality. That's, it's a sad day, uh, I think, for Afghanistan, um, and we need to pray for the church there. I don't really know what the state of the church in Afghanistan is, but um, it's a tough time. And what would you say to a fellow believer who's there? What would you say to someone who is there who cannot get out, um, who doesn't have the privilege of getting out, and who knows that they will be possibly even executed um, once the government completely falls. You know, these are tough times where you've got situations like that that seem far away and on the other side of the world. And then you have, on our side of the world, we have our own struggles. We have COVID. Um, Just this past week, friend of mine in Mexico um, let me know that a friend of a friend, uh, actually a brother of one of their friends, uh, just died of COVID. And we had been praying for him to recover, and then he was put on oxygen, and he was intubated, and a few days later he died. And the family, of course, as, as all of us would be, completely devastated, completely just... Um, you know, it's just an awful thing. And what do you say? And and how do you minister? How do you how do you help someone feel encouraged and know that you know? It's it just it's easy to say words like you know God loves you, and that, but sometimes those words can sound so hollow because they don't necessarily change the calculus of what's going on, do they? They don't really change the boots on the ground reality of the pain that people are facing. Or do they? Um, so what I want to look at is a passage, uh, just at one verse today in Scripture. And it was written to by the prophet Isaiah. And my understanding is he was writing it to um, the Jews who had been taken into exile. And so these folks were under the thumb of a, a foreign regime that was taking away their rights, um, executing them and stripping them of what they had and the privileges they had and the rights that worked so hard to get and education and all that stuff. And they were oppressed. And Isaiah 
writes this these in Isaiah chapter 42 verse 1 he writes these words that I just want us to focus on for a few minutes this morning or actually I'm sorry it's Isaiah 43:2 my bad <laughs> Isaiah 43:2 says when you pass through the waters I will be with you and through the rivers they shall not overwhelm you when you walk through the fire you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you the key to me when I read this passage is the word, not not all the, you know, it, it gives promises of deliverance, yes. And we know that ultimately we will be delivered from every pain and from every sorrow because a new day is coming um, where the pains of this life are quickly in the background, quickly fade away because we have eternity standing in front of us with the Lord. So no matter how long we live on this earth, and no matter how trouble-filled our days are, these days are numbered, these days are limited, these days are few compared to the days in front of us in eternity. But what I love about this verse is the word when. And it says it twice. It says it at the beginning, when you pass through the waters, and then it says when you walk through fire. It doesn't say if. It says when. And what that means is, you're going to. You're going to pass through tough, troubled times. You are. You may not be in Afghanistan. You may not be fighting COVID. But you will go through tough times. It doesn't say if. It says when. I think sometimes we forget that we are no longer in the Garden of Eden. We're no longer in that place where everything is great, the way it's supposed to be, and it feels fantastic. You know, we we see glimpses of the Garden of Eden on Instagram, on Facebook, you know, people go to all these nice vacations and, and they post pictures. You know, I love photography, so whenever I see pictures of people hiking in the mountains and or swimming off the coast of Italy, or you know, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> How awesome it would be to go to those places. How awesome it would be to have that kind of experience. But those are limited experiences that you can't really live there. Uh, we, you have to come back to your life. And your life will have times of when you walk through the fire and when you pass through the waters and all that. It, it, it will happen to you. And... It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So what this verse teaches us is that we do no longer live in the Garden of Eden. We may have those moments where we can get a glimpse of Eden and a glimpse of, wow, life can be good. But by and large, we don't live there anymore. But behind that truth, there's a deeper truth. And the deeper truth or the foundation is this. God says, I will be with you. I will be with you. The key to this whole experience that he's talking about is the fact that what's underneath your feet is the Lord. You're standing upon the Lord. He is with you. You are his and he is yours. I will be with you. I remember one time 
Beth and I were driving and it was raining and we were on the highway and we were actually driving to a baseball game and the car had brand new tires. And you know, brand new tires should be able to grip pretty well, right? <laughs> and the rain was coming and it got harder and harder and all of a sudden the car started hydroplaning. And it literally, literally, we started, on this is on the highway, and it started spinning around in circles. And we spun off the side of the road into a grassy ditch area, and I was waiting for the car to roll over, and it never did. And then we just came to a stop. And we were fine. But I remember when we started spinning around. It was so sudden. It was scary. But just as sudden as it happened... A peace came over me, and I remember telling Beth as we were spinning, we're going to be okay, we're going to be okay. I don't even know where those words came from, but now I do. They came from the Lord because I, that peace just came upon me quickly that I knew we would be okay. This verse promises us that same kind of peace. It doesn't say you won't spin off the highway. But what it does promise is that God's presence will be with us. So no matter what you face, you can be sure of this, that God's peace is stronger than whatever you're facing. It is up to the task. It is stronger. Now, I don't know what comes in front of you and what comes in front of me. Every day I hope we have good days, right? But this verse promises two things. Number one, it tells us, it reminds us, you're going to have tough times. But when you peel that layer off, it also deeply reminds us that God will be with us. And that those things cannot compare to the glory and the peace of His presence. Now you may be saying right now, I don't feel much of God's peace. And sometimes I'm with you on that. Trust me, I struggle too. Pray and ask the Lord to help you experience His peace. Because this verse is teaching us that in every situation, God will be near and with us. And if He's with us, God brings peace. He always brings His peace for His children. So you have that as a promise for whatever you face. Whether you're in Afghanistan, whether you're fighting COVID, or whether you just have a stressful job like like I do every day with the school bus company. We can trust in God's peace. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you that your promise is real. That when we pass through the waters and when we walk through the flames, your promise is, I will be with you. And I thank you, God, because this teaches us that your peace and presence is greater than whatever we face. And so I pray for my listener now, and that whatever situation they're in, Whatever waters are rising around them, whatever fires are trying to burn them, that, Father God, you would be a shield, you would deliver them, but in the midst of whatever touches them, I pray that they would know that your peace is greater, because you are greater, and you promise to be with us in every moment. And we claim this because Jesus purchased this for us. By dying on a cross and shedding his blood in our place, he sealed forever this truth that we belong to you. And if we truly belong to you, Lord, you do not lose your children. You know how to care for them. 
you know how to provide for them, and you know how to be with them. And we trust you to do that for us and with us. In Jesus' name, amen.